Welcome everybody to episode 63 of Dork Tunes. And obviously uh, this is a new style for us. So we are doing uh, interviews with other composers on Zoom. So thanks, Rona. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we have the wonderful Niels van der Liest. Um, Niels, would you wanna tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, yes, um, I'm um, Niels van der Liest, I'm 43 almost. In, in two weeks, I'll be 44. God have my soul. Uh, and um, uh, yes, that's, uh, that's a bit of a, a thing, right? But uh, now I'm a, a composer for uh, uh, games uh, and I also do sound design. Um, I have a background in uh, actually in percussion. Um, 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 and um, yes, while in my 30s, I thought, you know what, I want to do something else and uh, want to go to do the things that I really love doing and it's playing games and um, uh, yes enjoying game music so I thought uh, I'd, uh, I'd try that and that's uh, 12 years ago. So that was 12 years ago so how did you make the transition from being a percussionist to well, doing games? Well actually I mean technically I'm still a percussionist because um, I can I I mean, I still love hitting stuff and everything. Drums, and <laughs> even if I have a guitar, I hit it <laughs> with a stick, and uh, and whatnot. No, I you know I um I started out really young. When I was six, I I started um, uh, doing music, mostly because my parents were both. Uh, uh, in music as well my dad was an opera singer okay. and my music was uh, a dancer at, uh, at the opera at the time so i got um every uh support i could wish for as a as a young lad wanted to do uh, a, a percussion or just playing music right mm. so um um i really early on i wanted to become a percussionist and i wanted to become a percussionist in an orchestra and that's why i went to the um, conservatorium in the first in, in in my hometown in Enschede. um and later i i moved to to amsterdam and there there is where it's all or where it all went wrong <laughs> right? oh, i know so, <laughs> I oh, yeah. a week in amsterdam and <sighs> yes. The story. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, not not that obvious, but uh, <laughs> I bought a computer, and um, with my computer, I bought uh, Final Fantasy VII, and uh, I started playing Final Fantasy VII on PC, uh, and uh, I was like, "What is this? What what is this music?" You know, I've I've I mean, I've grown up with music, uh, a lot of opera, uh, so I know. Uh, dramatic stuff <laughs> right um, um but i mean just listening to that music back then was was like magic right mm. and uh and uh I, I said to myself you know what i'll become the next uh the next composer the, the composer for the next uh, final fantasy game <laughs> uh well yeah that didn't quite happen yet you never know <laughs> but uh, it has been announced so <laughs> yes yeah who knows <laughs> Secretly, so yeah and um, i mean yes and um um during my my studies in amsterdam i you know um i didn't study composing so i was like you know 
I can't do this and uh, I probably will never learn how to write music. And uh, I had five teachers uh, who all wanted me to study like eight hours a day on uh, on t uh, snare drum techniques and uh, playing marimba with four, st uh, four mallets and, uh, and whatnot. Uh, playing triangle and cymbals and I really enjoyed doing that I mean I learned a lot from being a percussionist in in an orchestra or in an ensemble right but um so yeah but I mean after my study um uh, um uh, percussion um I played a couple of years in in several uh, um percussion ensembles, uh, world music, just Japanese, uh, Brazilian, African and, and whatnot. But after what, in 2006, I just thought, you know what, I'll just, I'll just stop doing that and I'll just go do what I really want. So I, I burnt my ships behind me and uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, then it's, I mean, that's a big step, right? I mean, <laughs> just yeah. going from a comfortable place as a percussionist and a freelancer um, and um, just um, quitting and going to follow your heart. And, and I, I would imagine that was scary at the time. That was really scary. But yeah, I mean, we I think we were just my wife and we were just married. We didn't have any kids yet. Hmm. So, you know, yeah. And it so was what was your first kind of big break? Well, I wouldn't call it big, but my first break was uh, just um, a couple of games for uh, for iOS because I mean in that time the um, iPhone just uh, the iPhone App Store just got, uh, got announced and uh, it was just a thing uh, and um, well also the gaming industry in in in, in Holland just got bigger. Mm. I mean we had a, a couple of studios that did big stuff right, but uh, not so so way more smaller studios went uh, went and made games and i uh, got the chance to uh, to do some of that stuff and uh, progress from there i mean just go talk to everyone you yeah exactly right and people always say how do you get work and and i always and, and this is something that i hear all the time and i say it myself is that you you network you go to every yeah. single thing you know where you can meet other people um it's like, and I always say this, it's how David Houston got the gig with Mike Biffle. And, you know, I've spoken to David about this numerous times. Um, and he mentioned it last year that when he was um, doing the Thomas Was Alone soundtrack, he basically had like a, a really basic keyboard and just his computer or his laptop. And that was it. So, and that's how he kind of created that. So you don't need... Yeah you know, a huge studio to start with and all this, all the toys and all the kind of rest of it. You just need to kind of the want and the desire. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yes, the desire. Especially, yeah. I mean, if you want to, if you want to do something, there's always a way to get where you want to be, right? It just takes time. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, for me, uh, my big break was obviously in uh, in um, 2017 when Horizon got released. So mm. that was for me was my biggest break ever, right? Mm. And um, it took me some time to to get there because you know, yeah, Holland isn't a big a big uh, gaming community. It's growing, but yeah, Holland and is a small country, right? How did um, Horizon come about for you? 
Well, um, you know, also because of networking, to be honest. So, um, yes, because uh, how I got into games was uh, um, by just talking to a lot of people and um, trying to get into studios and um, um, have them just take me around and just show me how it's You're done. Literally right? knocking on the doors. Yeah, yeah. well, knocking on the doors, phoning people and then getting told off by a receptionist and um, <laughs> that kind of stuff. I mean, you don't, you uh, don't ask, you don't get. That's what I always say. No, yeah. Well, I, I, maybe I see it as a little bit of naive. <laughs> naive but uh, <clears throat> that I could just walk into a big studio because I my mindset was still of a musician right mm -hmm. and musicians being open and oh no of course come in and they always like to share what they've been doing and always uh, like to show what kind of instruments they all have and how busy they are and, and whatnot so I was a little bit naive <laughs> perhaps to just uh, barge into a guerrilla games uh, back then in 2006. Worked. But yes, um, <laughs> how nice was that for you to see your name in the credits and alongside um, the flight and Yaris? Yes, that was amazing. Um, I, I remember the um, the reveal trailer uh, being in, being shown at uh, I'm, I'm not sure which 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 Congress that was on. Well, I think it was E3 or something. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> I think the next day was, I mean, the, it had one and a half million streams and I was scrolling through all the reactions and everything. And I just literally, I wept. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just, I, I, I mean, I was so, oh God, blimey, I'm, I'm part of this, you know, then it's so cool. And then of course, uh, then the reveal trail is out and then you have to shut up for, uh, for the next two years wow. because <laughs> you can't tell anyone you're working on it. So uh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, yes, it was nice. It was amazing. And then, I mean, at the moment that uh, Horizon uh, um, got released, I was um, at uh, GDC in San Francisco in 2017. And I was just walking uh, to uh, uh, the convention center and there was this mega bus with uh, Horizon stuff all over the, all, over the complete length of the bus. I was, uh, I mean, right, it's surreal, it's surreal, it, yeah, yeah. It's it, it. There's something to be said. I mean, I'm, I'm not a composer. I'm not, you know, uh, a games designer, anything. But um, for me, I have a really big connection to things like, well, certainly, um, one game is Ori, mm, uh, yeah. because last Christmas I was down in London, um, because because Gareth Gareth Coker he invited me down to Air Studios for the day to see the recording um and it's something you never forget it's something I, i've always that's that's always been like my biggest thing in it's like a, my biggest life ambition to be in watching a recording or live recording and i remember having to literally pinch myself throughout the day um seeing this and being introduced to his family and all the people that he works with and yeah uh his team kind of thing and also being stood in that room when the players are literally playing that music 
and I'm stood there like crunched in a corner, not mm-hmm. breathing and just, it's the most incredible thing. So now, um, obviously I went and bought the vinyl, um, both vinyls and mm-hmm. uh, it's really strange when I listen to it on Spotify or, or on, on the record. And because I'm like, I reached certain pieces and I'm like, I was in the room for that. I remember that, you know, yeah. you know, I remember sitting watching it on a monitor or I remember being stood in the room when this was being on. So in a really strange way, I'm kind of part of it. So I yeah. totally get what you mean about seeing things in the wild and you're like, I did that. Or... I did that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a, it's... It's a, it's a tremendous feeling of pride. <laughs> and and I, I was actually listening to your pieces earlier on, and they are very, very different from the stuff that the Yoris and the Flight have done. Um, yeah. Yours is, again, as you say, it's very percussive. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. that something that was a deliberate thing for you? <clears throat> no, yes, that was... You know, um, uh, I mean, um, I could tell you a little bit on uh, about how I got the gig in in the first place. So um, we went on uh, uh, several. I mean, in Holland, I organised uh, a couple of recording sessions to just go to some go to a place and just record sounds there because you know I like sounds and. Uh, and uh, a lot of uh, sound designers and composers like sounds. So a lot of people uh, came along and um, and one session was with people from Gorilla. So, um, um, and um, and there the, the, the seed was planted uh, more or less because uh, I think it was a um, half, six month or a year later that uh, Lucas uh, um, uh, phoned me and he said, um, do you want to be a part of our next game? I said yes, of course. <laughs> yes, I was. Yes, don't know what it is, but yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm rather busy now, but uh, no, of course. <laughs> no, but um, so, and um, uh, what that meant was in the beginning, do research on uh, how all these different tribes would sound. What kind of because. Uh, he knew my background. I was percussionist, and I uh, did um, um, uh, what what now is called a master master degree in in world music. So he knew, I knew a little bit about instruments and percussion from mm-hmm. around the world. So I did that um, um, did that um, research, and uh, then he asked me to uh, um, present it to the team. He didn't tell me it was for the complete team plus plus all the leads of every uh, part of the studio. So the lead writer. <laughs> you literally walk into a room and there's like all of these people. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was, yes. And uh, uh, he didn't tell me. <laughs> Maybe it's better. But <laughs> uh, I was standing there with my iPad and I, I, I had really, I had, um, how do you say that? Um, I was really well prepared. <laughs> so I had everything on my iPad and notes and everything. I was just literally shaking. <laughs> like, oh, what is this? Um, well, and, and um, uh, after the presentation, uh, they, they gave me um, a, applause and uh, I was dumbfounded. <laughs> and uh, the, I, I remember the, um, the, 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 the audio um, uh, producer telling me, I've never encountered this i've <laughs> i never 
I've, I've never had people. I've never had people applaud to a presentation, so you did well. And uh, well, uh, um, from there on out, uh, Lucas asked me to do uh, some diegetic music for uh, for the for the game, which meant which means um, music like um, uh, people that are sitting in the street and playing an instrument, and that you walk past. So, diegetic is what is in the world, and non-diegetic is the orchestra that is floating above it, right? So, and um, um, that went well. And then he asked me to do a couple of soundtracks, uh, soundtrack uh, uh, tracks, which are the tracks that are on the soundtrack and all percussion based. So um, we uh, recorded um, the uh, percussion group that I worked with uh, um, before I switched careers mm -hmm. um, and um, Japanese percussion group. And uh, yeah, that, that actually made a large part of the sound of uh, uh, of Horizon. Yeah. And how did you find the kind of creative process around that? Um, yeah, um, that was interesting because um, you you had to uh, try and come up with. Um, she's not she's not agreeing, is she? I'm busy. <laughs> just can't get the staff <laughs> so yeah it was kind of inter interesting to find a, a new way how to use all the um, um, percussion instruments and rhythms to make something that didn't exist right because I mean Horizon is like they don't have any history uh, mm. so they're all I mean everything is created anew uh, and, uh, and just yeah, that was really fun trying to um, make the combination of instruments and synthesizers to uh, have the modern sound. And how long did the whole process take you? Uh, I th well, we worked uh, two years on it. I know three. Uh, I was um, first composer on the team, or at least uh, for uh, the research, and it was in 2014. So we worked like three years on it. That's a, such a long time to be working. And I know that it's kind of can be standard sometimes um, for people, for composers. Like Austin worked on Journey for three years as well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it must be really difficult within the industry working with NDAs. Um, yes. And being able to kind of talk about the stuff that you really want to talk about. Yes. Yeah, that's very hard. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, the process took three years. I didn't yeah. work three years on the on the game. I mean, just a couple of tracks and research and mocap sessions with uh, the flight and everything. So we are, um, we are actually in the game as well. Oh really? <laughs> you know yeah. Who are you? Um, uh, <laughs> we 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 recorded uh, uh, a band. And I'm playing a big, uh, a big drum, also <laughs> very elaborate uh, movement. And uh, Joe and uh, and Alexis are playing the the Kuna bass. Uh, they made up for the game, <laughs> and uh, another it, instrument. Yeah. And we're the choir, so <laughs> we're, us three are the complete choir <laughs> that is standing. I'm I'm not sure which city it is, but uh, oh, I'm going to have to find that now. Yes, you should. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, I mean. Obviously, I love the music, but the game itself is fantastic. Yeah. Um, 
and I, I know I even I bought the DLC. I played it to death. You know, um, yeah. it's just fantastic. I am really looking forward to the to the second one next year. I was secretly hoping it was going to be a PlayStation Five launch title, but unfortunately not. No, I think we have to wait a little bit longer. Yeah, sometimes I think yeah. we might see something like March or April next year. So that'd be good. So that would be nice. Obviously, um, Horizon Zero done, 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 um, done, and <laughs> done, done. <laughs> up to bed, as we say. Um, is there anything that you can talk about that you're working on now, or is it something coming up? Uh, there is stuff coming up uh, which I can't talk about, uh, yeah. and there is stuff. Uh, there is a, a couple of titles we're working on with the Belgian studio. Uh, is um, uh, is um, uh, Crash Bandicoot star game? All oh, right, twin stick, uh, twin stick uh, adventure game, um, which is really nice. Uh, Try Fox. Uh, be sure to check it out. And uh, yeah, they're uh, they're really busy uh, trying to finish the game for a release uh, next year. Have you found that since Horizon, things have kind of almost opened up for you? Yes, of course. Yes, yes, mm. yes. Definitely in Holland. I mean, people, um, you know, it's easier to... Um, um, well, I mean, once the title was released and uh, people knew I worked on it, um, I got asked to, uh, would you do a talk on this uh, game conference? And Yes, of course, you know. And then afterwards... and. People, I mean, <laughs> I did talks before, but mm. n n never for a, for a room this full of people. Mm. <laughs> so that was nice. Uh, yeah, and, uh, it's really good fun, isn't it, when you do that something like that? But yeah. the first Nerf thing to do is well. terrifying. Yeah, um, I remember Nerf. last year doing. Uh, I was invited to do a panel at EGX uh, in London, which I was almost on. Wow. Okay. And. Yeah. Um, I went down to London. Obviously, I prepared and, you know, I invited guests like um, Joe. Um, and oh, Joe was on the second one. Uh, Yoris was on the first one. And um, it was in this room. It was quite a big room. Um, I found out afterwards that, and before I just, I was I'm stood at the lectern, I'm, literally shaking i can see loads of people in the audience that i know and i'm like oh god um yeah. but then once it started it finished like that you know yeah. it just goes in such a flash and it was really really enjoyable um to the point where i've done another two um most recent one obviously being on zoom with um nanisa desai and joe from the flight um which was great um but at, uh, afterwards i found out at the first one that um, they were so busy that they had to shut the doors and not allow anybody else in because they were like four deep at the back and two deep at the sides. So it was nice to know that people really enjoyed it, you know, and yeah. because I was terrified the whole time up until I was stood on the stage about will anybody actually come apart from my friends? So there could yeah. be like six people sat in the room and, and yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, but it turned out fine in the end, you know. Yeah. I think the second one was a bit more difficult because it was in a massive hall and we couldn't hear anything. You'd barely hear each other and never mind hear the the, the um, audience questions at the end. So it was like, and, and I'm stood there trying to kind of 
you know, sort it all, uh, moderate it all. And sometimes I had to bluff it, but you do, and it went fine, you know. So I'm looking forward to doing some more, definitely. Maybe next yeah. time we'll get you on. That would be nice. Yeah. Yes. That would be lovely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I'd love to do um, some ones that aren't just UK based, like Gamescom, packs, things like that. So really, oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, because it's definitely yeah, it's it's definitely something that's uh, people will attend and there is an interest in. So yes, yes. Hopefully, this uh, Rona stuff is uh, behind us real soon. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. I know I've not seen my, my my mother since July last year. Wow. Mm. That's a long time. And I've not seen my family in about three years. Because yeah. uh, I, I originally did plan to go to go home this year, but unfortunately everything, we can't. No. You know, terrible. So, yeah, it's really terrible. Yeah, uh, and we haven't seen the end of it. No, but <sighs> it will be there at some point. Yeah. So um, you're busy at the moment with work. Yes. Good. I mean, yes, yes, yes. Uh, luckily, we didn't. Uh, um, my personal work and the work uh, from from my uh, company with my colleague. Uh, it's just um, it just went on. So uh, just work came coming in. It just kept coming in. Yeah. And that's. I think that's really useful. I think for people like you um kind of things haven't almost changed very much no and sometimes i really feel really bad about that you know it's <laughs> a little bit stupid but perhaps but i mean uh, there are so many people that have that have really suffered from from this whole crisis you know not just because they they fell ill or, or something but uh, some people that lost their jobs studio mm. studios that closed doors or mm. you, you know and um I mean, I just went to my studio every day and mm. did my work. And um, yes, apart from uh, some studios uh, um, communicating a little bit slower because they're all apart and they don't talk directly to each other, um, things were just as normal. Mm. I always think in that case, um, I always think of Moon Studios because yeah. none of them are together. They're all over the place. You know, no, no, they, they created the, 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 the Ori games, and I just find that yeah. mind-blowing how they managed to do that. Yeah, yeah, yes, they should. They should start giving masterclasses how to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you how do that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I, that wasn't even people working from home in one country. You know, it was all no. over the world, right? Yeah. It's crazy. I, I, that, I didn't realise that because it, I only found that out when I went down to London um, to see Gareth because um, one of the studio um, guys, were, one of the audio guys were there and he'd come over from, I think, Holland. So, yeah, that was really interesting. Um, we were chatting all day, so really nice guy, actually. Um, so at the moment, is there anything, like any particular game soundtrack that you like, I am really digging this? Uh, yes, uh, uh, I've been playing uh, uh, the hell out of uh, Hades. So oh, Darren's Darren Paul. Yes. Uh, uh, talk about someone that that started with nothing, 
when mm-hmm. he when he did the uh, bastion he uh, he recorded every sound uh, in uh, in his closet <laughs> with uh, with blankets everywhere it's amazing best soundtrack ever anyway uh, so yeah uh, that that soundtrack is amazing uh, i still can't get uh, uh, over how amazing uh, mandalorian is uh, the soundtrack and um, Look, the child is watching over me. <laughs> oh, yes, I was going to speak to you about that. I'm ignoring that link that you sent me. I'm... Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Just... well, I've, sent it, I've sent it to my wife. So, you know what? I'm, I'm having my birthday in a couple of weeks. So, uh, I what I mean. So... Just, uh, just to let everybody know, basically, um, Niels and I constantly send each other links to things to buy, things like yeah. child um and some ghibli stuff um which is downstairs now um the last stuff that i bought because of you so yeah starting to get a competition isn't it that's <laughs> <laughs> the most fun stuff yeah, I, yeah it's funny though like um you said you've been kind of you've been aware of horizon zero dawn for about since 2014 yeah. and the game launched what was it 2017 yeah, seventeen. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and you know, life begins at forty. That's true. That's true. Yes. Because mm. you're only uh, literally only a couple of years older than me. Because I turned forty-one in July. So, yeah, definitely. Yes. No, I mean, I don't feel old. I mean, I have uh, uh, two six-year-olds running around so uh, there's no time for me to feel old <laughs> no, no. my beard is getting a little bit more a little bit grayer <laughs> uh, hello <laughs> i'm almost all white which is great <laughs> yes Gandalf. that's why i keep that's part of the reason why i keep it so short because it's just it's, it is so white uh, even my beard now right down <laughs> So um, when do you think that, you know, not obviously telling us, you know, a release date or anything, when do you think that something that we might be able to hear soon? Um, I seriously don't know, because we are uh, always kept in the dark in, uh, in, in, in those regards. <laughs> so, yes, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm eagerly awaiting as much as you are. <laughs> well, as soon as we can, I'm really looking forward to hearing it. And yes. for everybody else, it will be too. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of our lot for this week. But I just wanted to say that huge thank you for taking the time to speak with me. And apologies for the interruption. Well, no, not at all. Thank you for having me. I'm, uh, I'm honoured to uh, be talking to you live. Hi. This is the interruption. <laughs> really sorry. <laughs> she certainly has a voice. Don't you? Yeah, yes. <laughs> which we're trying to sort out, but yeah. <laughs> but thank you anyway. Um, yeah. So, Folks, that's the end of episode 63. So we will be back hopefully in um, a week or so um, with another guest and lots more to chat about. So we will see you then.